cool. Where's the mounting? I don't know how to do this. Change this guy's name. Without the key to the world, I gotta go live on Facebook. Don't forget. set up the event in Facebook, but then you can't share from Zoom to the event. Maybe you can, but I, didn't, I wasn't able to find it. Starting a live stream. Where is the lobby? say this was? can't remember. So 28? Sounds right. So I invited all the candidates. I made a link. I bought some dot monster domains a couple, like, almost a year ago. So I haven't used them. But I got one, ClarkGOP.monster. So that's the link. If you're on Facebook and you're watching this and you want to go live, or you got a candidate, you want to get a last second push. I think we're live on Facebook now. this fun? <laughs> oh, PAA Podcast Elementary. That's, that's where I voted. I went and voted there. Are we live? It's live. I did it. So I did it this. So I did go vote. I don't think I talked about, I talked about voting for Katie, but I didn't talk about uh, who I really voted for. Like, all the way down the ticket. I've never voted for a Democrat or a Republican in a, uh, in a presidential race, but Joe Jorgensen, I mean, I don't know, I've heard things. And I voted for Trump, so that was easy. Can't vote for that crazy old dude. Old, uh, come on, man. Corn Pop was a bad dude. I do kind of hope he wins, just for the memes. That's 
it's not cool, but I hope Trump wins Nevada and then maybe Biden squeaks it out and the Trumps just walk away. Take it, ruin it, pricks. Oh, those A-frames that I was talking about last week, uh, the ones that Dan uh, Rudheimer and Katie Duncan uh, have, um, I was I was saying they were built out of like metal frame and everything. And after the windstorm, it looked like somebody kicked them like right in the middle. I don't know if it was from the wind or from uh, somebody being nasty, but not cool. But those those upside down T frames not holding up uh, out there in the wind. I think. I hope. I hope nobody's out there. I hope nobody's out there taking a taking a, a whooping on uh, Dan Rodhammer's uh, signs. What did I put in? Yeah. Uh, I don't really know what to talk about. I was going to have a guest on. I was going to have uh, an old wrestler friend of of Dan Rodheimer's. I was going to wait to see if anybody else popped on here. Nobody does. I'll find him. Turn off my screen here for a second. Here we go. All right, how's that? <laughs> my name is, uh, whoop, forgot to change the background. One second. There we go. There we go. Sorry, it gets a little fuzzy because my mask is green. The reason my mask is green is my name is The Swamp. You see it right there in Spanish. AAA World Champ. El Pantano. That means The Swamp in Spanish. <laughs> so I've been hearing a lot about Dan Rodheimer talking smack about how he's going to take a chair to The Swamp when he gets to Washington, D.C. And uh, a lot of you don't know this, but I used to wrestle back on the Indies and uh, I used to I used to tag up with Juggalo Patriot. And uh, we, we ran up against Big Dan a few times uh, here and there. And he probably won't remember me, but he, he did some damage. So I, I went away. I went uh, there to the uh, Mid-Atlantic and, and just kind of stayed in my own territory there. And... You know, I've been working my magic, just bringing people into my faction. And then, you know, all of a sudden this dude shows up out of nowhere and starts talking Yang about how he's going to, you know, take me out with a chair. I mean, that's that's not even legal anymore. That's like not even cool. And, you know, I use my words. And, you know, and then I, I thought about it and I was like, oh, you know, I shouldn't get mad. I think uh, I think once Dan, once Dan gets here and he sees the parties and the lifestyle and everything, uh, you know, Nice fancy dress, the old lady wearing uh oh oh Rob's here. Hey, there he is. Let's see. Is he there? We're live, dude, so you know don't Oh okay. 
Don't come in hot. <laughs> All right. Uh, hang on here. Let me uh, get some video going here. There we go. Hey. Just a little bit. There we go. All right. What's happening? I'm, I'm digging the Lucha Libre. Is that? Yeah, well, uh, Juggalo Patriot there, let me take over for a minute. My name is The Swamp. Uh, oh, okay. Fontano, as you see there in the, on the sign there in the PAA wrestling camp right here nice. in the ring. And, uh, yeah, I was just cutting a promo on Dan uh, Rodman because he's been talking about hitting me with a chair. And uh, <laughs> I really appreciate it. Um, he's you know, talking about coming to Washington. And, and, you know, he retired me a long time ago. I wrestled him back in the day. Uh, oh, yeah. Juggalo Patriot as a tag team. And uh, he did some damage. I, I went away to uh, Washington, D.C., and I've been doing my thing, just bringing people into the faction, and all of a sudden this guy starts talking smack. But I'm feeling like once he gets there, he's really going to fall in line. I think he's going to enjoy the parties and the uh, you know, perks. And, um, you, you feel like he'll uh, he'll jump right in and, and be okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he can he – we'll do the classic swerve is what I'm thinking. He'll, he'll show up, and, you know, I'll, I'll cut a promo about – you know, how I'm going to beat him and everything. He'll come out with the chair from behind me and he'll get ready to blast me. And then I'll turn around and we'll drop the chair. We'll hug it out and all that. And, you know, the, the swamp and, and Dan are, you know, like those, those he'll, oh, they'll, they'll be, uh, yeah. Like all right. It's not going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm glad you're here. Oh, yeah. uh, let, me, let me tag in my former tag team partner for just one second here. Uh, all right. I was doing it early, easier before one. There we go. Ah. <laughs> Let's see here. There we oh, go. There you go. All right. I, 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 I didn't change the background first. Ah, oh, damn it. Oh, man. I ruined the gimmick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Womp womp. Womp womp. Here, let's see. What do we want? I like the bingo hall. I was I was at the voting booth there before you came on. Oh yeah? Yeah, I had the news before. We got to... the classroom was cool with Katie. I think uh I think Natalie's watching the, the Mandalorian behind me, so Oh nice. I haven't watched it yet. I started yeah. almost watched, started watching like reviews of it already and I'm like, these are his, they're gonna spoil it for me. We haven't actually watched the first season, so we're we're actually playing catch up on the first season, so that we could start watching the the second season. That's awesome! Yeah, yeah. Deborah didn't watch the boys, and I've been like, just watch the boys. Hammer on it, yeah, yeah, please. There's time. There is, yeah, especially after Tuesday. I mean, we're gonna have all kinds of time. I don't know, man. Yeah, what do we all just do? Like sit around and wait for the the water to to recede or something? I'm not sure what's. I don't know. It's, it really kind of depends on how things come out. You know, I mean, it, I have such a, normally I have a pretty good feel for how this stuff's going to go. And it, uh, you know, this time around, it's just, there, there's so many, there, there's so many differences in this election that it yeah. makes it really hard to, uh, understand what's going to, you know, what's going to go on. I mean, you know, you have a you know, massive mail-in vote contingency, which you would think would probably favor Democrats, but, isn't necessarily playing out as much in their favor as you'd think. Do they have uh, a number for that? Like how many outstanding there are? I was trying to explain to my family how they could calculate whether or not those mail-in votes would matter. At a certain point, you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, eventually there, you know, you, you have the number of outstanding or the number of unopened, uncounted ballots. And, right. you know, once 
you know, within within a statistical margin of error, with once once you know one candidate has enough of a lead that it's statistically improbable that he, you know if he count out those ballots and the you know the percentages hold how they have been, you know that you follow the trend. Right, right. But um, I mean, in, in Nevada, almost almost two thirds of the states voted already. I mean, something like sixty five percent of the uh, of the registered voters in the entire state have voted. Um, it's it's like higher than that. I think in uh, in Washoe County, I think it's almost eighty percent or seventy percent or something like that. It's it, the number is just crazy. Uh, the rurals have a lot left. Um, so at, at last check, um, the, uh, the Democrats just just based on registration um, have about a eighty eight thousand vote lead um, in Clark and about I, I think that equates out to about fifty thousand ish. 50, 52, I don't remember the exact number, but something like that statewide, which is pretty close. If you adjust for the increase in population between 16 and 20, that's pretty close in terms of percentages to where they were in, um, in, uh, in 16. But now you start, now you start asking some questions. Uh, you know, did, did the Democrats blow their load with all the mail-in, early mail-in stuff, you know, early mail-in voting? Yeah. How much of a turnout is there going to be for, for the Democratic side on Election Day? Republicans have pushed the entire time, vote in person, vote. I mean, it's OK to vote early, but vote in person or either early or on Election Day. You know, mail has not been a focus. So, you know, you I mean, you could see a scenario where 60, 70 percent of the voters that show up on on Election Day are actually Republicans because all the Democrats have already have already voted. They already, yeah. you know, anybody that was going to vote has already done it by mail. Or, or they're going to wait like up at six days after the election. I mean, like yeah. I don't worry about the national part, but in some states and local elections, that's really good. Yeah, that's uh, brutal. Yeah, that's, that, that's rough. <laughs> you know? I mean, you know, the, you know the the other the other uh, you know kind of question is how trustworthy are the uh, are the registration? You know, it, what percentage of uh, you know any any party's registered voters are actually going to stay true and and vote party? Vote, vote the party line, especially yeah. with all these really unpopular Democratic governors that are, um, you know, enforcing lockdowns and, you know, uh, you know all, all these uh, draconian, you know, restrictions on, you know, uh, restaurants and going outside and masks and all that kind of stuff. Because you got a lot of people that are, you know, they're pissed at Sisolak over this. And, you know, Sisolak's not on the ballot, but guess what? Trump is. And so, if, you know, it's like, I wonder what it takes. Lack. I'm gonna. I'll vote Trump. I wonder what it takes to shift some of those people or change their minds when you. you know, and I listen to some of the stuff they listen to on the other side. The orange man, bad stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, hammering kids in cages and you know, 545 lost kids. Like it's never yeah. discussed that those kids are, you know, being trafficked and probably should right. be reunited with the quote-unquote uncle that came. Right. Yeah. That, that brought them over, of course. They're very, they or, act very naive when it comes to that, or, or they were used as uh, drug mules, or you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but, they, yeah, yeah. That, let, let, we don't need to talk about that though. It's fine. It's yeah, they they just they hammer that stuff. I think I think they did a pretty good job uh, debunking the whole you know cages thing by you know just pointing out that it was Obama and Biden that actually built the damn cages. Right. And, yeah, you know, there's I mean, been a lot of there's been even you know some mainstream press that's covered the, the fact that uh, congratulations you know all the all the pictures of kids in cages that you see that's actually from 2014. I mean they're literally using the pictures that they took six years ago and trying to blame that on Trump. So yeah, it, it's kind of crazy. Uh, 
I don't, I don't know, you know, what, what can you do? Throw an imaginary line on the floor and stay, you know, stay right. Well, I mean, you know, the, if Trump, if Trump's election taught us anything, it's that sometimes, you know, uh, the, the truth doesn't matter. It's perception that matters. Right. Uh, and, you know, I think uh, Democrats have kind of tried to uh, adapt to that world. And the way that they do it is they, you know, they tell flat out lies about uh, Trump and his record. I mean, you know, the whole uh, uh, very fine people thing, complete hoax. I mean, if you read that in context, it's not even not even close to what he was saying. Um, The, you know, suckers and losers thing. You you know, you have a bunch of anonymous sources that say that, you know, this guy says he heard that he heard that, you know, some other guy heard that Trump said this and, you know, and and they, they just run with it. Um, well, what about sketchy computers found in Delaware computer stores, you know, with video and... Yeah, no, I mean... I guess that's, so, up, dude. that's <laughs> so bogus. No, I mean, and, and, you know, that, that well, I mean, of course, if you listen to the to the media, that there's just, you know, that's not even a story worth covering. I, do. I listen to this guy named Brian Tyler Cohen, and I'll give him a shout out because it's bizarre. The stuff that I watch, like uh, Tim, Tim, uh, oh, what's his name? Stupid. I can't remember. Uh, I you know I listen to other people, conservative people. Tim mm-hmm. Pool, listen to okay. Tim Pool, and then yeah, I listen to this guy Brian Tyler Cohen, and I'm just like, it's amazing, like how two people can take the same story and tell completely yeah different stories. Well, I mean, you know, it, it, it's gotten bad enough, you know, with the the media just ignoring it that uh, uh, Glenn Greenwald wanted to write a, a story on on the Intercept. I mean, a publication that he co-founded and. Right. As part of his, as part of the agreement, when he co-founded the Intercept, he was supposed to have complete editorial autonomy. They were not supposed to to fuck with his stories at all, and uh, so he writes a story about not necessarily about you know the content of the laptop or anything like that, just pointing out that you know the media has completely built a firewall around Joe Biden with this issue, and that they won't ask questions, they won't do anything, um, you know, and social media is complicit, and you know. You got the New York Post getting, you know, they're with their Twitter suspended for two, two plus weeks before the election and, you know, all this other stuff that's really pretty, you know, pretty unheard of. And, you what know, Glenn, Green, Glenn Greenwald wanted to write a story about it. And the editors at The Intercept are like, no, you have to take all this other shit out. And he's like, okay, fuck you guys. I resign. Literally resigned from the publication he co-founded over this stuff. And, and Glenn Greenwald, he's no conservative. I mean, he's a, he's a relatively liberal guy, but he also, you know, he is one of the few that actually wants the truth he wants to you know he wants to dig in and investigate and you know he's very good at finding what the actual truth of the the topic is so yeah they were telling the new york post that they could delete this story a boy that runs twitter had that nasty beard like oh jack yeah jack dorsey i don't know and i I think uh, i think he's living on the streets of san francisco or something i don't know delete the tweet and then repost it and it'll post no problem and they were like yeah, no, that's not the point. Like, if we delete it, you win. Mm-hmm. We, we want you to unlock our account and admit well, that it should have been there from the get-go. The uh, yeah, and the the thing is, the what what Twitter used under their terms of service to justify um, locking the post's account was that the materials were hacked. That they weren't hacked. The 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 laptop actually ownership of the laptop was conveyed to the owner of the repair shop when. Um, uh, when Hunter never picked it up. Yeah. So, you know, that's a, that's a basic, I mean, you know, the, it's not quite the same thing, but it's essentially a mechanics lien. I mean, you know, if you, if you take your car in to get it fixed and you don't, you don't pay what it costs to get it, you know, to get it out, the mechanic gets to sell your car to recoup what they put into it to fix it. Yeah. Same or thing, charge you a know. storage fee and keep it pressure. Right. Point. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Covered, 
before exactly. I exactly you know it's it's the same with any any kind of you know trade computer shops no different so when the guy didn't you know when the guy didn't pay for the laptop it's like okay well my laptop now and what he does with it from there is up to him so you know he starts digging into some of the material on there finds out that uh, congratulations there's you know a whole bunch of stuff that uh, the FBI and a bunch of other people might be interested in and uh, then you get uh, one of uh, one of Hunter's former business partners coming forward goes on Tucker Carlson and you know validates most of what uh, what's there Come on, Rob. Don't you think that the computer was planted at the store by at the store Ukrainian, by Russians and Ukrainian take, yes. uh, uh, Intel people, probably Mossad as well. Uh, let me just put it out there, allegedly, and 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 that's how it got. I mean, the FBI went and picked it up, and we're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, of course it was planted. The FBI was like, yeah, we knew about this. We already had it. We made it. No, I mean it's yeah, it, it's nuts. The the idea that. Uh, I mean, you know, sometimes Occam's razor isn't always the explanation or the, the means of finding truth. But in this particular case, um, you know, you, you've got a guy that has, you know, has money issues, drug issues, has, you know, very little responsibility. Residing in California, it's very hard to fly back to Delaware when you like crack. It's mm-hmm. a long and, time I've heard. I've never used any kind of cocaine, uh, but I have heard that it is difficult to make that flight. Without, yeah, I, I would imagine. Got your freaking laptop. Yeah, no, but you know the the guy, uh, you know he's. So you know, is it more plausible that uh, he had all his shit backed up in the cloud, decided that the laptop wasn't worth whatever the guy wanted to for the repairs, left it at the store, and you know didn't didn't have a second thought about it, or is it more plausible that um, you know this is a carefully crafted. Uh, joint Russian, Ukrainian, Chinese uh, planted the of, uh, of Intel. Yeah, I was delighted to find out that uh, 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 in Intel, by the way, that that uh, I, there's a guy that uh, studies cryptography. One of the main emails that that's kind of you know the that that's the most uh, damning. He actually uh, validated that the email was genuine cryptographically. So, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was amazed to to hear that Joe's brother is it James. Jim, yeah, James, yeah, James. Yeah, yeah. He goes by Jim, but involved, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody with that Biden name, gets oh yeah, wet baby. <laughs> as long as the big guy gets his piece. Yeah, I mean, you know, and are you the big H, guy? H, H, H holds uh, H holds the percentage for the big guy, you know, because um, you know, and so the the stuff, you know, the the little bit that the media has brought up about it just just kills me too. It's like. Well, you know, Biden released his taxes and there's, you know, there's nothing on his taxes to suggest that he's getting. Yeah. Cause if you're going to launder money, I'm going to make sure to tell the IRS about it. Yeah. This is I mean, mafia shit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, isn't Delaware one of those states that has like those weird business license rules where people just register their businesses in Delaware? They do. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a privacy and tax thing in Delaware. Yeah. Come on. That's why Delaware is a very popular state to uh, incorporate a business. Yeah. I told I told my kid his name's Joe. I said, claim your middle name and tell your little brother, because his little brother is the first name, Randy. I was mm-hmm. like, uh, go tell Randy that you want to be Randy now, and he has to pick a different name. <laughs> <laughs> See if we can convince him, because his middle name is Chris. So, oh. I given that one up. Yeah, can't, can't, can't be Chris. Nope, can't be Randy yeah. or Chris, my friend. You're done. But. Yeah, so I mean, you know, get, getting getting back to the election and stuff like that, it, it's it, 
you know, it's hard to say how much of a, you know, you got all these, you know, this whole scandal going on. You got uh, months and months of lockdowns. You've got, you know, riots. And, you know, while the, the Democrats are rightly, you know, getting a lot of the blame for this. So, you know, how loyal is their base going to be? That's Bro, I, mean, I went full Republican for the first time ever. I didn't care. I was like, I don't like Richard Scotty. Press Richard Scotty's name. Like everybody in my in my list that I knew, I was just like, don't even. I didn't even wince. Didn't even taste bad. I'm just like, whatever. This this must be a simulation. I might as well just you know try and push yeah, just have fun with it. You know, and push it in the right direction. Whatever. At least now, I mean, like I can always hopefully keep Richard Scotty, uh, you know. Uh, more accountable than somebody else right i mean you know he's friends with uh steve sanson they'll put him on blast if he does something i can i can call richard and you know (laughs) exactly do you see that thing where he blew up at that lady for uh trying to dip out of jury duty no oh yeah no no i did see it i did see it that that, that's from a while ago though wasn't it a little old yeah it was first time for the first time and i i was like i get it yeah i'd be mad too so yeah, I, I thought that was pretty funny, actually. I can't be here. You're like, bro, we just we already started. Mm-hmm. We're rolling. You can't do that. <laughs> That's not how the courts work. Nope. So, so what else we got? I mean, you know, we're we got the final countdown here. So I, I voted for Jim Marchant. Went ahead Did and you? Okay. Jim's uh, going to be Dan's tag team partner. I like when they okay. show up at rallies. I and, voted for Dan. I voted for Dan. Yeah, Dan's got the chair. He's like, I would take a chair to the slump. And uh, and then uh, Jim just stands there. Yeah. <laughs> he he no sells the they, whole damn thing, man. They, they, did, they did that same bit at the at the Trump rally. At, I know, uh, I know. At Aaron's warehouse. Oh, my goodness. It must be so, Jim, Jim just probably like, I <laughs> whatever, man, go ahead, do it. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure he's over it. He's just like, all right, fine. Yeah, it's, it's, your, it's, your, it's your bit. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, yeah, the numbers are looking better for Rodimer than they are for uh, Marshawn anyway. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, CD four is a tough is a tough tough out for a Republican. I mean, the only time we've had it was that that 2014 aberration when you know half was like it was the perfect storm for Republicans to actually win some seats that they normally don't. Um, there's no there's no Senate race. It, it, we had a. I mean, it was uh, Roy Reed was the governor candidate that year. So, oh, okay, so some low dem turnout. Right. Yeah. I mean, just nobody in the Democratic Party turned out. I mean, we won. We won districts. We haven't. You know, we held for one year and haven't had since. So, you know, Assembly Ten, I think, when we're uh, Chris Hisgins is running. And, oh yeah. Uh, you know that since uh, it was showing up nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, yeah. So um, you know his district, uh, John Moore's district. Uh, that was uh, eighteen, I think. Yeah. He was telling it's super cheap to get on the TV loop in the uh, the Mexican supermarket in his neighborhood. So Who's that? Oh, Chris. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Oh, that's smart, actually. Yeah. He yeah. goes in. He goes in there and eats lunch, and people recognize. Him. Oh wow. Okay. Be sick if he pulled it out. Like. Yeah. No. Done. I mean, he he's a smart dude. You yeah. Know, he, He's definitely eccentric, but he's a smart guy. So, you know, it, it wouldn't surprise me if he could figure out a way to, you know, win that. I don't know what you mean by eccentric. <laughs> yeah, what, you have no idea, right? Play a character? What are you, what are you talking about? Right, right. <laughs> Dude, I saw your Halloween costume. I'm, I'm more impressed not with the costume, but the fact that you're able to get four other people to coordinate in a costume with you. Oh, yeah. I think that speaks to you and your 
your friend group that you're able to call on that that many folks to make that costume happen well i mean really it was uh so i, I we we all so super troopers was the costume for those that yeah. haven't seen uh, the photo on the uh, four cops on book. And the, uh, city yeah, yeah four Yep, four highway patrol, and then that was the uh, the the blonde city cop from the movie yeah. Ursula. Anyway, so we had um, we'd kind of I mean, we're we're all fans of the movie, and yeah. our uh, you know one of our friends happens to be uh, uh, Indian. Did you crowdfund? Did you crowdfund the second one? Sorry, I don't mean to derail you, but did you crowdfund? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I donated to that. I got a badge and patches and all that. All I don't remember. I, I know I got some stuff, but it was right about right around the time I was moving and stuff, so I don't know. Meters and all, but. Um, anyway, so yeah, so you know, our friend happens to be Indian, and it looks a lot like uh, Jay Chandrasekhar, who plays Gramathorn. Yeah. So he he's like he's like, all right, guys, if we if we if everybody's willing to do this, I will shave my beard because he normally has a full beard and mustache. Okay. He's like, all right, guys, if if everybody's willing to do this, I will shave my beard to play Gramathorn. We're like done, okay. <laughs> so my brother also normally has a normally has a full beard. So he, my brother shaved his beard. So he just had a mustache. I, I can't grow a mustache for shit. So I picked uh, Foster, the guy that doesn't ever have a mustache. That's right. Yeah. And, so maybe uh, that guy. Yeah. Yep. So it, it was, it was pretty fun. Um, we ended up winning, uh, I, th- I think the prize at the bar where we were at was a hundred dollars toward our bar tab. So, you know, nice. yeah, you know, we had, we had some free beers and Different, it was, right? it was yeah. fun. <laughs> oh man. Let's see here. Did you have fun in? Uh, did you uh, did you go to Texas? Uh, no, I haven't been yet. I'm actually going uh, Wednesday. So, oh, nice. Yeah, I put it off for a week. I'm so I'm, I'm actually bouncing around a lot. I, I, yeah, I, the day yeah. after the election, because I got to be here for for election day. To, I'm I'm helping uh, Jesse with the uh, election day operation stuff. So. Um, what are we doing? What are we doing on election day? Like, what uh, there, there's no like official party or anything, but there's uh, uh, we have a couple oh. suites at. Uh, uh south point that are basically basically working suites it's like you know a bunch of attorneys like there's nothing to do to like if you're just like want to party and watch results it's not gonna happen yeah not really um, the uh <laughs> yeah no there really isn't much of like an election party or anything like that uh-huh. the uh what i mean it, it, what what we what we're doing is more functional like i said it's like you're, we're gonna have a couple of teams in in like the big sales suite at uh, um at the south point right. where we're uh, we're able to uh, you know coordinate like as issues come in or reports come in you know irregularities in voting or you know weird shit going on at uh, at polling sites or whatever we can you know it'll kind of be a centralized location where we can you know dispatch people out if necessary you know kind of keep track of all the weird shit that's going on and also you know sort of you know the get we get to watch a little bit you know as, as kind of the numbers start to come in and stuff like that too so Oh man, that's gonna be gonna be interesting. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to to uh, yeah do it again after <laughs> after the election just to be like, oh, what happened? Yeah, no, it, it's uh, so yeah. I mean, I you know, getting back to it, I, I this is such a weird election. It's so hard to uh, predict. But you know, the the guys that you know got it right in sixteen, um, you know, seem to be seem to be leaning toward uh, Trump getting reelected. I mean, there, nobody, none of the major national pollsters other than Rasmussen are doing um, uh, presidential job approval anymore. They, they don't take that poll anymore for whatever reason. Right. Um, but in, in 20, 
2012, during Obama's re-election, he had uh, job approval of right around 48, 50 percent, something like that. Trump's right now is hovering at 56, 54. So it's actually better. Um, now, Obama had less people that like really hate his job, the, you know, how he was doing as far as his job approval. So it's, it's a lot more polarized. But you know, if you go back in time, rarely, if ever, has an has a incumbent lost re-election when their job approval was over 50%. So, you know, you got that, um, you know, you got some of the, some of the more, uh, um, non-traditional pollsters like Trafalgar and uh, a couple of others that are, you know, they, they don't, they don't, uh, ask voters directly about what, you know, th- they don't do direct action polling is what they call it. So it's not who are you, who are you going to vote for or who did you vote for? It's, uh, who do you think your friend is going to, you know, who, who do you think your best friend is going to vote for, or who do you, you know, it, Okay. They they have found because because of the 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 shy Trump voter um, phenomenon yeah. in sixteen, they have found that uh, a lot of people have a better feel for what their friends are going to do and are more honest about that than what they are going to do themselves. That's so, hot. you know, I may I may lie to a pollster just because I don't trust you know who they're calling from or whatever, and I've I've done it. I mean, oh yeah, me too. Yeah, you know, any all the time. Um, well, I, I get the grind. I've done that, and it sucks. I, what I like to do is uh, I like to reel them in, and when I feel like we're getting towards the end, mm-hmm. I hang up. So, that, <laughs> so you, they don't they don't get the payout is basically what you're saying. Yeah, we get deep in. We get two three minutes in. I'm 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 feeling the finish come. Mm-hmm. I roll out of the ring, head up the ramp backstage. Nope, just take the count out. DQ. If the phone rings back, I answer it back and then just hang straight back up. Got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just mean. Whatever, man. I mean, sometimes I stay in there if I like the questions, but right. You know, I feel like I can if I can feel you know which way they're 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 rooting, I'm like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna do this here. I'm gonna waste mm-hmm. your time. I mean, I hope they're getting paid by the hour, not by the phone call. <laughs> yeah, no, I, a lot of a lot of those guys actually do get paid per completed survey. So uh-huh. Yeah, and they feel yeah, like that, that, that's kind of shitty for them. I mean, they, they probably get like an hourly and then, but gotta um, be. yeah, they gotta be like, you gotta listen to this recording of this dude. He answered almost all the questions, mm-hmm. like he knew when the finish was coming, like he's done this before. Yep, <laughs> so that's funny. Oh man, I don't know. I had, I had some notes. What did I do with them? Oh, did you hear me talking about those A-frames, those T-frames, those upside-down metal aluminum um, uh, T-frames that I've been seeing? Uh, no. Uh, Katie Duncan and Dan Rodeimer down in the south end of town. You might have seen them or not noticed them. Uh, but, you know, normally the A-frame is like a little house and, and you know, based out that way. And I actually, yeah, I've yeah. actually seen some people living under them. Um, so what somebody did was took some of the metal framing that you would build out like in a warehouse, uh, you know, the cheap stuff and they made, um, like an upside down T mm-hmm. and, and then a couple of side angles, to, you know, triangles. Cause that's, that's yeah. strong. But after the big wind storms, I don't know if somebody sabotaged these things or if the wind did it, but the, the middle bowed in. And, and, uh, you know, they, they look bad, they, they, they're, they're fine for now, but they're not mm-hmm. going to be reusable in the next cycle. Whoever made those, oh, wow. they thought like, this is the next level. This is the next generation of side of the road signs. 
Got to go back to the drawing board, bring it back to the old A-frame. Because I'm, I'm sure it's, I'm sure they're cheaper to, to build than, than like a normal A-frame would be. Yeah, but also when we get one of those beautiful Las Vegas windstorms, yeah, goes because the middle, the weakest part there. That's what I'm saying. It might be a way to beef it up. Yeah, but this ain't it because that big windstorm. I saw a couple of them that were folded. Jack them up pretty good. Yeah, and, hmm. and and even even if it was somebody sabotaging it, go try and sabotage an A-frame. Like it's not it's not easy. I, no, I mean I've, you can do you, you take a can of spray paint and you can deface it. That's pretty much what you're looking at. Yeah. I've seen some come ripped off by the wind. I actually called Richard Scotty's office one time and told him, hey, there's a sign over here on Rancho. It's got your name on it. It's it's <laughs> flapping in the wind, man. Like, so you don't want to hear that. Like, a, you know, a person, a pedestrian was killed by a candidate sign that got ripped off of an A-frame. Like, that's mm-hmm. bad for your, for, your, for your run, for your candidacy. Yeah. No bueno. <laughs> yep. Did you uh, did you see the Katie Duncan interview? I didn't. I I, I got through most of your uh, most of your endorsement. Uh, oh, the endorsement. So yeah, I got through that one, but I didn't. I didn't get to the uh, Katie Duncan interview. So, well, I'll, I'll I'll have to get to that one when I when I get a chance and have. What is up with Republicans not putting their pictures? Like this was a website that had a lot of pictures. Websites didn't have photographs; just had names and everything. I found That's one interesting. I don't know. Listed right there. I saw it on when I was sharing the screen. And I can't remember the name of it. But it had photos. That's why I use it because you know. Right. Sharing yeah, I, I was just listening to it in the car, so I couldn't see like the photos or the screen share. But you know. That... Gotcha. Yeah, but I mean, it's documented. What who I was going mm-hmm. through, and right. I'm like, what is up with Republicans not putting their pictures on these websites? Like, it's not hard. You yeah. go and you say, "I'm that guy. I'm that yeah. candidate." Here, here is my, you know, here is my headshot. Hopefully, yeah. my professional headshot that I had taken recently that makes me look, you know, good and. Some of them were ridiculous. Yeah, I, the the girl the girl in Nye County with the duck face. I, I I was actually wishing I could see that one. I was like, holy shit, yeah. a duck face selfie. Um, yeah, I, I I love it. That, that's, that's what she great. decided to submit. I was like, man, you gotta be kidding me. I mean, that's that's really what you're going with, you know. I hope it works out. Yeah, yeah. You and younger. I don't know. Maybe that's the that's the future. That's the idiocracy. When you get your voter guide, and and it's you know. On your computer, and, and you go through and you pick who you want to pick. It's it's the prettiest person with the coolest selfie. Right. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I was we were getting into it with Katie about um, some of these olds that uh, are mad at her. Okay. You know, these uh, Lois Choate and and uh, uh, why are they mad? Uh, Tawana Crowley there. Tawana Crap. Uh, Tawana Crap. Uh, TK. Crowley. Yeah. Mrs. Crowley. Uh, yeah, they don't like they don't like the youngs. They don't they don't like they don't like the selfie. Uh, you know, like that 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 gets my endorsement. The the duck face selfie gets my endorsement. The young, you know, the young girl that has a small child that's about to be in the district that brags about all the cool red lipsticks that she owns. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Like yeah, these 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 old ladies are mad. I don't know. I think TK was like claiming that she red pilled. Uh, <laughs> That she red pilled Katie when Katie showed up to that um, that little grift she had with uh, Candace Owens. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Katie went to that, and and that's when that's when TK bestowed the uh, uh, red pill upon her, the Chinese MAGA hat, which brought her, oh. which brought her around to wanting to run for office. I don't know if she didn't kiss the ring, or 
Interesting. Uh, I believe TK is a friend of the lady who runs the pageant. I didn't bring this up. I think it came oh. up. Katie brought it up. I don't care about this kind of drama. As soon as pageant, I'm like, well, whatever. But yeah, I guess the the scuttlebutt on that is that um, I don't know. Katie broke the rules and got removed, and said okay. that she did it because she's a conservative. All so, right. All right. I mean, whatever, man. You sell it. You know, we all get to tell our own story. So I didn't even ask about that mess. And I'd heard I'd heard something about her being in the military. She's still in the military. If there was a problem with her claiming something she didn't earn or something like that, mm-hmm. that's easy to fact check. She'd be a forever man. Like, yeah. if I say I was in a presidential, I was in the presidential honor unit and that received uh, such and such and such and such awards or medals. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I got them. I was in a yeah. unit that did receive them, maybe after I was there or before I was there. But right. if you don't word it yeah, right, I mean, nobody doesn't know, know what you're saying to get mad. Yeah, I, that, I mean that 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 that's sketchy, but you're you're not you know factually incorrect. Yeah. Because I mean, she is in in the and, and she. Oh, I think uh, maybe what they nicked her on is like she said that she was uh, deployed twice. Her unit was deployed five times. So maybe people get confused and think she's claiming five deployments. Right. Uh, my, I'm you know individuals from my unit deployed all the time. I never did. Mm-hmm. So there's no confusion there. Right. <laughs> I went, yeah. I mean, went to drills and that was it. So yeah, I'm, I'm not claiming anything. And no, and my unit never deployed because they would just pluck people out one at a time. I got lucky. Uh, but if she's saying she was deployed, even if mm-hmm. you're deployed somewhere other than your regular place of where you're at, they got to move you around because they took some dude to Iraq and you got to go to North Carolina, you're deployed. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, I don't know what she claimed there. Again, I didn't get into it. I was so, yeah, I hadn't heard about any of the, I hadn't heard about any you know controversy involving her, but you know, the, the you know, the, the the local uh, improv theater hasn't been uh, you know holding events lately, so it's hard, it's kind of hard to keep up on what's going on. Dude, I told my wife, and I'll announce it right here. Unless you got better advice, I'm going to run for county chair when it comes up, and I'm just going to run on the platform. That I'm just going to do whatever Michael tells me to do. And, yeah, yeah, I love it. I mean, I'll go around and, and play nice, nice, and say hello to people, and you know, we'll, we'll hold the meetings and all that. But I'm going to explain to people when they show up, like these meetings. I know you think we get into the weeds, but that is what these meetings are for. They're business meetings. And if you're here to have a good time, we can do that too. But like, if you're here for like politics, you got to find a candidate and go talk to that candidate outside of this room, because that's what, that's what this is for. I'm here to link you up to those people. This, this ain't for you, all this, you know, therefore and what ifs and all that nonsense. So if you're bored by that, don't get mad and start posting about it on Facebook. Just, Find your favorite candidate in the room and go chop it up with them in the in and outside. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just keep it real with people. Like, yeah, because people get mad. I've talked to people that have said, like, you know, I hate those meetings. If Katie was like yeah. at those meetings, I was like, please don't go to those meetings. You're you're smart enough to go to them. But she's like, yeah, there's you know this and that. I'm like, yeah, that's what they are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I go because I have to go. Uh, you know, because it, it it you know that that's the uh, the price of process and that's what goes on in the background where we yeah well, well also that i mean you know that that's the that's the price of entry to have higher level access too True. i mean you know if you want to yeah. be a member of the state central committee you got to be you know, got to be involved in the county central committee that's just right. how it goes yeah um you know that, that there's no no way around that i told uh, deborah the good news is if i were to be elected chair like again i i have no ambitions of my own i'm not trying to make any money off of it but i do i think get a budget for all those chicken dinners that I get to go to. Oh yeah, probably oh, do. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, I think there is a, uh, 
a minor like uh, event budget that uh, the chair and maybe the uh, um, oh, who else uh, the coalitions person but whatever community relations director whoever I think I crawl on my hands and knees to Don Ahern yes beg for beg for beg for a space that we can hold our meetings and a place to have the Lincoln Douglas Day dinner lock that in early mm -hmm. and and tell him I just want to break even on it like let's get your staff paid let's get you know your room right. filled and you know if a couple of dollars fall into the Clark GOP coffers then yay but other than that like please. yeah it'd be, it'd be nice to be able to keep the lights on but uh-huh yeah, yeah I mean if we yeah. got to maintain an office I don't even think that's necessary anymore and, and like, hey virtual you know, offices Deborah really might want to Deborah might want to run for office and you could definitely funnel funds from uh, CCRP to her campaign because we know that's permitted since I'm pretty sure that's what uh, Sajdak's doing right now. Yeah, I would shut down the physical office, and Deborah will never run for office. She's yeah. a school teacher, so that's a. That's no, a I was being facetious, but you know. no, I got you. I dug it. I know I was picking up what you were putting down. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm just saying, like, uh, I, you can only be so transparent. Yeah, if, uh, yeah, if, if no money comes in, then there's no money to get stolen. <laughs> just run the just damn thing like a nonprofit. Pay for. I mean, we don't need to be paying for some of the stuff we do pay for, like an office and the internet stuff that we pay for. We've got people that'll do that stuff for, you know, a song. So yeah, I mean, you know, you need you need a you need to be able to send out email. You need a website. You need a few things like that. But that's not terribly expensive. Mm -hmm. And if you're, you know, uh, you know, we we should be doing more. You know, the county especially should be doing a lot more with fundraising and stuff like that. I mean, if they were smart, they would do joint ventures with the state, and you know that. Because then you know they they'd have way better access to resources if they did. Yeah. Um, so the yeah, it's just in the state, right? You think? What was that? Biggest, I said we're the biggest county in the state. You think we? Yeah. Be Most populous. You know, we, we got. A, I think we have sixty percent of the registered voters in the state. So you know, sixty to sixty-five percent somewhere in there. I don't. I don't know where the, exactly the population numbers are at the moment, but you know. So yeah, I mean, you know, it. Clark is the tail that wags the dog. It. It is. Um, you yeah. think for yourselfers there. That, yeah, I mean, I don't know how. I I said to somebody, this dude from Buffalo, and they were like, "He's from Buffalo," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Well, I don't know if he's been here as long as I have or not. I mean, I'm not a native here either, but I mean, I'm well, trying, I mean, I'm I, to, I, I think it's a I think his arrest record goes back to 2006. So out here, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the prostitution. Uh, maybe a, maybe a weekend visit or two. Yeah, just yeah. I mean, you never know, but local flavor, and you like, I got the hell out of Buffalo. I can't be mad at anybody for getting the hell out of Buffalo. So no, I mean, you know, that's a that's a pretty miserable place. So yeah, especially like you know, wintertime, summertime, it's it's pretty. You got the you got the falls right there. You got but you know what's crazy? I think if I had any of that stuff on me, any that stink on me, they would have found it already. So I mean, I don't need a you can do a background check or I can just, you know, I have a CCW, so it's already been done. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. I mean, the FBI yeah. knows who I am. I, you know, I have a, a not anything, yeah. anything major, but I have a low level clearance to be able to work with the uh, FBI on uh, cyber cases once in a while. There you go. Yeah, um, dude, I had the clearance. They, they, you know, they, they, they had to actually get me a, like a super low level clearance in order to show me what they were showing me so that I could help them, you know, with what they were asking me for. So, right. I got that White House clearance, so my neighbors were freaking out and calling my parents and going, "Why is the FBI asking us about Chris?" Yeah, isn't didn't he join the Navy and 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 nobody had any stories about me? I didn't right. tear up the town or anything like that. So the the less they find, the harder to dig. 
So, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's kind of crazy that, um, so that my, my son-in-law recently, uh, took a job with DOD and, um, yeah, he's, he's ex air force. So he had a clearance when he was in the air force and stuff like that, but you know, they're re redoing his uh, clearances and stuff because he's, uh, he works up at uh, Indian Springs and, um, the, uh, uh, you know, he, he's just, you know, he's not a super social person. I mean, you know, he, he just kind of hangs out with uh, my, my daughter and his, their kid. And, you know, the, they, they socialize with me and Nat and, you know, a few, few close friends, but so, you know, when, when um, the investigators, uh, you know, were uh, doing his background check and stuff and you know, making calls, um, they're like, okay, well, um, we need, we need your former boss. Okay. That, that's me. I mean, I'm one of his former bosses. So he lists me as a former boss. Oh, okay. We need a family member. Um, you know, that, uh, you, you need, you know, we need, we need a neighbor, a neighbor that, uh, you know, that you've lived next to for a year. Uh, we lived around the corner. So, you know, he's like, I don't know any other neighbors. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I got listed like for three things on his, uh, on his background. I was background check and they're like, why did he list you? I mean, and, and you're a family member. I'm like, yeah, all of those things are true. You know, he, yes. Uh, he, he used to work for me. Yes. Uh, we're neighbors. Yes. Uh, you know, <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it kind of freaked out the, uh, the interviewer for a minute. And then once he kind of got a feel for what was going on, he's like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and it worked out fine. So. Well, I mean, you go you go to your job at Food Lion, and they go, "Why was some guy in the suit asking me if you ever stole anything?" Right. I'm like, oh, probably uh, doing my FBI background check. Yep. Yeah, I mean, CCW doesn't quite go that deep. I mean, they're not going to make phone calls or anything. They're just going to they're going to create a file on you and make sure that you haven't you know done anything too terribly stupid. Yeah. That's pretty much it. what else you got you know that's not a lot man I, i'm 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 really uh you know we're, the uh the, the local races there's you know there's not a ton that are really up in the air i mean there's a few few gets possible gets for republicans uh that you know would be really helpful um the the scary yeah, the big, the big superstar names in the districts that used to be republican and stuff mm-hmm. right yeah, I mean the, the 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 scary the scary proposition for for Republicans and as far as local politics is that it it's it, you know it's possible it's feasible that uh, if uh, Republicans don't turn out well uh, the state Senate could get a supermajority as well and if you know they have the governor's office a supermajority in the assembly and a supermajority in the Senate um, you know get ready for all kinds of nasty shit coming down the pike. I think Canizaro and April Becker is a battle for the soul of Nevada. I, I would agree. I mean, and I think, I think Becker has a pretty good shot at that. Um, that that's, I think that's SD six. Uh, that's a, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. That was just so hyperbolic, but I mean, yeah. really no, good. you're not wrong. I mean, it really, that that's a, that's a key race. The yeah. other, the other one that's really kind of up in the air that uh, Democrats haven't have held for quite a while is uh, Joyce Woodhouse. And um, I think that's uh, Carrie Buck. That's running if against you, if you Look at them like they're your aunties, you know, it's like that, mm-hmm. that dirty, sweaty auntie. And then there's the, the nice auntie that probably owns a horse. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, smells nice. Uh, yeah. Loud, uh, what's her name? Canizaro there. It's, it seems like she might smell like root beer or something. I've never heard her speak. I imagine she sounds like Drew Barrymore. I yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll allow you that fantasy. Yeah, well, no, it's not a fantasy. It's super annoying. But yeah, I mean, when I see her 
I've, I've only seen anti Cannizzaro ads. Like I have not seen anti anybody else ads. Like well, somebody- I mean, you know, she's the Senate Majority Leader, so that would make sense. There, you know, she's a so, big. That's a that you know that, that that's a big target to take down. So. In a in a district that you know has been a swing district recently. So, have you seen that stud down there in Henderson? That doctor. Um, oh man, I endorsed him too. I can't remember his name. Uh, he's a dentist. Oh, uh, uh, oh Stephen uh, Delisle. Yeah. Yeah. Delisle. I've I've not met him, but he he has some pretty impressive uh, you know credentials. He you know it seems like. He, um, you know, the, the, what I've heard about him is all good. I've heard nothing bad about him. The so, most impressive thing I've heard about him is that you haven't met him. Yeah. Because that means he has not come to like. I, he may have come with anybody in the party. Hopefully. Yeah, he he may have come to the last CCRP meeting that was held or went to the Lincoln Day, but I didn't go to either of those things. So, gotcha. I, you know, I was at the convention, but I don't I don't remember meeting him there. But yeah, he uh, might be that smart. The dude is studying constitutional law. You're yeah, already, no, I like. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't complain. Yeah, you're gonna win again. Mm-hmm. Look, three times if he gets selected, mm-hmm. he gets selected and gets his, uh, you know, constitutional law degree. Come on, that's our next governor right there. We'll bump him up, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think I think Chris Comfort had. Uh, he was a dentist, right? Yeah. Yeah, yep. he, I think he had uh, uh, designs on being governor or something like that at some point, but yeah. Uh, before I, he's out of state now i think though isn't he did he boogie i don't know yeah that, that dude uh yeah he, he flamed out fast i think he was there before i mean he was obviously active before i got there but yeah he um he burned out quick mm-hmm. he, he got out of it where i think he wanted to get out of it though so it was fine it was weird getting a phone call from him asking me if that was a fifth column because at the time i thought he was important yeah yeah i got i, I get worried when people i think are important you know, like when I speak to them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, uh, at, uh, uh, campaign page here. So I, he looks familiar, but I don't, I, I can't say that I've met him. Like couldn't be more blonde handshake. Oh no, no. He, I mean, he's practically, yeah. It's, his hair and everything is almost invisible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a special dude. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I mean, but you know, educated professional, I, I like it. Uh, You're a politician too. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, he actually uh, he got an endorsement by the Vegas Chamber. Interesting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this dude's legit, and we don't know who he is. He's our he's our dark horse. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm guessing if he got endorsed by the chamber as a Republican, because they, they 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 sort of go back and forth. But um, if you're a chamber member, you're pretty much your shoe in. I mean, they're going to endorse you. So I'm guessing that his business is a chamber member, and that's you know that's smart. Very I'm smart. wondering who runs his campaign. I wonder about a lot of these campaigns. Like I see some of the tactics they think mm. like not showing up at meetings. It's I, almost, could, I, could, uh, I could dig into the CNEs and probably tell you. Uh, so, I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah, I know I'm just I'm just speculating like just out there because you see some of the tactics some of these people use. So me coming in green, not hiring somebody to run my campaign, would start showing up at the wrong meetings mm-hmm. and getting roped into nonsense. Whereas somebody who hired somebody that you or I know has experience, right? Obviously, keeping some people out of those circles. So that's that's uh, a smart move. I you know I'm like I wonder you know kudos to whoever is is doing this for these uh, candidates. Mm-hmm. 
because yeah, some of these people I've never seen in them. I've never seen Nicole Becker. I'm sure she's shown up at stuff, but I, I sat across from her at a uh, at a fundraiser dinner for the uh, state party a while back. There so, you go. Yeah, yeah, somebody told her that's a good one to go to, but yeah, mm-hmm. this one and that one, yeah, and that one was that that was like a you know high end rub some elbows. Um, oh, I don't remember the oh the guy she was sitting next to is a pretty big time attorney here in town. I don't remember his name though. Nice. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that, so it, it, yeah, it was, it was, it was a, it was a relatively high end sort of, uh, you know, swanky affair. Yeah. I mean, you could tell people to steer clear of men's club. It's mm-hmm. all candidates. You're not going to meet any voters or any donors. Yeah. It's, it's stupid. Candidate yeah. club. Yeah. In elections. It's not even the men. It's not the men's club anymore. It's just the Nevada, Nevada Republican Club, right? Yes, I, I, uh, I you'll, it. you'll you'll be happy to hear that I've I've been clicking around on uh, Dr. Stephen Delisle's uh, website, and I see yeah. not a single photo of like him with his wife and kids or whatever. I don't think he has kids. Um, oh, that's possible. Yeah, I believe it's uh, him and his wife and their dog. Oh. Uh, I, I read I read some of his stuff there. I think I think. Okay. Um, and if that. Even if he does have a wife and kids, again, kudos. Right, because yeah, because you're not, you know, not not whoring them out for uh, campaign propaganda. Yeah, I've been watching Rodeimer ads, and my dude has a lot of his wife and kids in there. There's one of them with his wife actually responding to something that Sue um, Susie Lee said. Oh. Like I had no idea there was any drama. I don't care yeah. about stuff like that. And then well, all of a sudden, Sarah's so- going. You know that you know that audio that you heard of us arguing. That was the only time we've ever argued. Mm-hmm. So screw you, Susie Lee. And I was like, I, yeah. you know, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, she didn't say right, that. right. But yeah, I was like, I didn't even know. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, Sarah, I mean, Sarah would actually be a good candidate. She's smart. She's uh, you know, you obviously attractive, and you know, speaks well and presents well and everything else. So. Sure. You know, it, it she she would be you know kind of an asset to a campaign like that. That's well, that I sense. figured she was his uh, like you know in wrestling terms, she's like his Paul Bearer. She right. she's his manager. Is right. That, um, Heyman. She's the uh-huh. mouthpiece, and and she's gonna yeah. She's he's a good sponge, obviously, right? He absorbs yeah. the moves. He knows the the gimmick, and and he is. I mean, he's an artist, a wrestler. He's a, he knows what he's doing and she's feeding him it's fine if she's running it and she's very smart you're right if, if he's the face and she's the brains then right the perfect robot but i think they're both probably susceptible to being uh to being corrupted maybe mm-hmm. so we'll see should be interesting yeah hopefully we'll know something next sunday so at least we'll have something yeah we'll be able to be able to get back on the on, on the air here and uh, podcast about it so yeah for sure if you want to change the time or the day or anything let me know just yeah I'll, I'll let you know this this seems to work pretty good i think so yeah. um, i'll be let's see i'm out of town wednesday thursday friday so yeah should be a, should be good if i if i need to change it up for any reason i'll let you know i left the link and i'll redirect it again to the next meeting mm-hmm. or and people can people can join us on this uh you know yeah hop on you know join join the zoom call and uh you know yeah jump on in and see it or you can watch us live on facebook there's two people watching probably me and rob and yeah. <laughs> i uh well i was on i'm not on now but i was earlier um but i did i did i don't i didn't know if you cross-posted it to uh clark county republicans so i did a little earlier 
So maybe. Oh, maybe nice. Yeah. No, I didn't do that. So yeah, cool. But yeah, I mean, if anybody wants to get on with us live, I schedule them uh, for PM Sunday and I'll post on the Facebook page if it changes. Yep. All right. Sounds good. Well, cool. uh, so should be uh, at PA podcast. Yep. Uh, at, yes, at, at PA podcast, Twitter, um, at Rob Tyree one, if you want to follow my political rantings on Twitter. And uh, Chris is at Juggalo Patriot. Oh, and happy Nevada Day. Belated, oh, belated Nevada Day. Yes. <laughs> uh, as opposed to the early Nevada Day that everybody else seems to want to celebrate. God, but, people were mad, weren't they? Yeah, they were pissed. Night savings and early Nevada Day all in one. Yep. Yeah, it's rough. Sean Connery died. I mean, it, it, it's tough. I, I was, I was actually, uh, so I was happy about a couple of things. I was driving, uh, driving away from my kid's house uh, yesterday evening, and uh, actually saw kids out trick or treating. I, I thought that was a promising sign. Yeah. Um, and then we drove by. There's a church uh, not not far from our house, and there they had a huge like trunk or treating kind of event. You know, the cars lined up and kids going from car to car and getting candy so oh people went uh, hard my kids got full-size candy bars and packs of candy uh even if people didn't want to if they're like well i can't hand it out they put it in bags and set it out yeah no i mean we 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 just watching you we we didn't do bags we probably should have but i mean we just we set a bowl of candy out and it's like you know if you touch it take it and you know grab you know don't 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 go crazy and i i think we maybe had a handful of trick-or-treaters and that was it i mean we we weren't home so yeah that's usually if we're not going to be home that's our go-to go-to move but yeah everybody was on their best behavior yeah but you know seeing a little bit of normalcy and as far as you know kids being able to do what they should be doing on halloween i I thought was a a positive sign and it it did kind of fly in the face of uh you know some things the governor had to say and you know so i i think people are if nothing else i think this the protracted length of time that this has all been going on has really caused way more people to start questioning, um, you know, government leadership, so to speak, than they probably ever would have before. When is the next governor's race? It would be two years from now. We got work to do. We do. We got to figure out a candidate. I need to turn on some lights because, man, you can barely yeah, see. Yeah, you got dark all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, the damn daylight savings time, man. We're back on standard time, so it's dark at 5 o'clock, and all my all my sunlight went away. So, Yeah, you got you to gotta grab you some Hobby Lobby uh, green material. Not that I yeah. do. I'm just at the bingo hall. Right, right. I haven't yeah. called a number yet. Oh, my God, these old ladies are losing their mind. <laughs> yeah, you better get on it. 13. So. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, until next week, I suppose. Yeah. All right. All right. Take it easy, Dave. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see you after the election or, uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'll chime in with a short election day special or something like that. So dude. Yeah. If you're doing something on Tuesday, go live on uh, Facebook there. Yep. Yeah. I'll, I'll see what I can see what I can do. So see some shenanigans. Yes, that, way, exactly. that way if something crazy happens all all the traffic goes to that facebook page that'd be hot i love it yeah <laughs> all right dude. all right take it easy guys Later.